Hello and welcome to Really Good Appears. My name is Gary O'Brien and this is where I get some of my very good friends on to chat about and discuss all sorts of movies. And joining me today, once again, it's Lily Nolan and she's here to talk about the 2008 musical rom-com Mamma Mia. So stick around, we hope you enjoy. It just it, it just hurt me that the, the the theme song for this episode wasn't Mamma Mia, like wasn't anything ABBA inspired. I'm not gonna lie, but the royalties are ridiculous. That's true. I mean, you, when you make it big, we can redo the podcast and we can use like. I'll real reach tracks. out to Benny, Bjorn, the other two, <laughs> and I'll be like, "Hey, they begin with a. What are they? Anna? You're. Um, um, uh, uh, I did. One of them is like a princess of Monaco. Did I make that up? I, and uh, this is a horrible way to start the podcast and me just not being able to remember any sort of ABBA facts whatsoever. They are ABBA. a Eurovision entry. They are very famous. Go ABBA. There's a- Agnetha, Bjorn, Benny, and Anna Fried. There you go. I mean, you were right. There you should you be more confident. Well, I know. So Anna Fried, this has nothing to do with the movie Mamma Mia. Oh yeah, she's now a Countess of Plauen. Uh, she's oh yeah, yeah. This is basically this is... the exact same thing as Princess of Monaco. <laughs> Hold on, what? No, maybe I'm thinking of Grace. I'm thinking of Grace Kelly. You are absolutely thinking of Grace Kelly. Okay, her husband is the Prince of something. So yeah, I was right to think Princess. Reading in the Piers, where you can get all your look monarchy-related facts and figures. Look, if I had the choice, Lily Nolan, I would go on a full hour about the co-princes of Andorra if I could. <laughs> oh yeah, what's that from? Ah, uh, one is the something of France and the other one is the Archbishop of like Spain or something. Uh, I'm, I was trying to think about like, how did I know that? Did that happen in something famous? Did that it happen? happened in college? I yeah, but then I realised it's just you, you just started talking about it one day and it became a thing. Exactly. I told you there's nothing more I enjoy talking about the monarchs of Europe. But also I do enjoy talking about the 2008 rom-com musical Mamma Mia. Really? You would have had me fooled. <laughs> well, I enjoy talking about the 2008 rom-com musical uh, Mamma Mia. And I actually cannot believe that it was filmed in 2008. That, that seems incorrect, but it's definitely true. It's when it came out. That's all I know. Maybe there was some level of like time travel involved. I don't know. Maybe, maybe um, I time travel. All I say is that Pierce Brosnan has an age today. No. The charm has stayed ever present. I was watching him in Goldeneye the other day so I could listen to your Goldeneye podcast. And yeah, what, he really, he's a handsome man. And he, he's aging well. Like, he's, I'm impressed. <laughs> Everyone goes on about Steve Carell being the, the, the true silver fox of Hollywood, but everyone knows the real answer is Mr. Pierce Brendan Brosnan. Pierce Brendan Brosnan. He's got it all. PBB. of Navin actor. <laughs> County meets finest. Even though he'd probably be annoyed at us saying that because doesn't he love to be American these days? Well, no. Do you remember at the end of the Eurovision podcast, there's like an Ireland flag and like a US flag? So I'd like to think there's at least yes. 50% Irish in it. Yes. And he did do those tourism things for me recently. With the oh world's God, he most did, yeah, they... unbearable. Damn, why did I not include those? Why did I not include those in my Brazen O'Brien birthday bros bonanza, which is just me <laughs> talking about those tourism ads? That's just a bonus episode. It's just you watching them and reacting as you drink more and more and rewatch more and more. Oh my God, that's there's the Patreon uh, content right there. <laughs> Subtitle: Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. <laughs> Give me, give me, give me some of that naff and good stuff. That's what it can be called. <laughs> give me, give me, give me all of your money, money, money. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I suppose we should talk about... <laughs> yeah, we should talk about the, the 2008 rom-com musical Mamma Mia. Um, so I would add, this is usually where I ask people why they picked this movie, uh, but I'm just... Oh, well, Gary. Like I said for the other podcasts. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I'm, I'm going to confess, I've told everyone for this month that they are to pick a Pierce Brosnan movie. Um, so one of the ones that you had selected in your in your three Pierce Brosnan movies were Mamma Mia. So what, what makes Mamma Mia a movie that you were willing to talk about? Yeah, I love this movie. I'm totally happy to do this movie. Forced, not forced... Um, it's brilliant. One of my favourite movies, I think. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, God, this is good. Oh, it's so good. And I've seen the musical, so I'm I'm qualified for the podcast. I have the right credentials. And also the... I, wa- I was about to say the last time I saw this movie was in 2019 in Greece itself, in Santorini, in an outdoor cinema. So, you know, an authentic Mamma Mia experience. But that would be a lie because it turns out I've watched it twice since then. And this being the third what? time. I've watched it so many times. How? How? You know, I think I watched it like once when they added it to Netflix. We watched it here in the apartment just because it was like, oh, right, oh on Netflix in the summer, we'll watch it. And I think I did the same thing when I went home. And normally if I'm home and someone's picked a movie, I'm not. I'm just like, yeah, sure, because it takes us so long to decide. My mom, my sister and I. Ah. So they probably suggested it and then I watched it and then rewatched it for this. So this it's funny because when I, oh, I got first told to watch this, I, I never I don't I think the first time I watched this was maybe like 20 2018 2019 or something like that it was fairly like late in the game like te- after 10 years it came out because I was like there's no way I'm watching it even though it has Pierce Brosnan in it and I watched it the first time and I hated it I really didn't enjoy it at all but then when I watched it this time and I didn't watch it as a movie but as an experience I was like oh it's so much better I love it did we watch this we, we, we watched watch watch number two party. we watched it num- we watched oh, number two yeah. as a Netflix party because I, I remember watching I think I watched number one off uh, the recommendation of someone I used to work with in Jack Wills. Um, there's this girl. I, 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 she doesn't listen. Her name is Katie Kelly. And I, by God, is there nothing more than she loves than the Swedish pop group ABBA, to which she would go on about them <laughs> all the time. Like, there's sometimes we got to put on our own music, um, like, at the end of the day. And I have heard the winner takes it all about 3,000 times, I think, at this point. Uh, so when I heard Meryl Streep sing it, I was like, ah, this is a nice welcome relief. And then I think someone else from Jack Wills, uh, Michelle, had, like, recommend, like, back when I had put out, like, a post being like, hey, what movies do you want to see in, in 2021 for the podcast? She had been like, oh, yeah, Mamma Mia. Has to be. So I, this was just a matter of time before this happened. Uh, but actually, on second watching, much preferred it. Yeah, I remember seeing this in the cinema when it first came out with my family. But also, so when I was little and we'd go to um, London all the time, or, well, just outside London, sorry, where my family are from, we'd get the um, the train into London, Victoria, when we were going up for the day. And in the, like, main concourse of London, Victoria, for most of my childhood... The big three walls were covered in posters for the Mamma Mia musical because I think it had just opened in the West End. Um, and then yeah. you walk out and you see the theater. So I, I've just like, I feel like it's been a part of my psyche for so long. <laughs> uh, even though I only saw the musical in like 2019. But I'm like, yeah, of course, Mamma Mia. She's there in the white dress and it's very exciting. She's laughing about something, probably. I yeah, know, like something. she seems happy. So something good <laughs> must happen in this. I don't know. <laughs> well something does good uh, some, uh, thing, good things do happen in this and for anyone that may not know anything about the movie or musical Mamma Mia do you care to try and explain what this movie is about I will do my best so we've got a young girl she's only 20 key to the plot she lives in a Greek island with her mom she's getting married um, she doesn't know who her dad is her mom never told her and her mother doesn't know 
So she reads her mom's diary about the like time in her life right when she was kind of getting pregnant with her. Uh, realizes there were three men in her life, invites them all to her wedding. They all turn up. Song and dance ensues. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah Did I no miss way. anything important? No, no, no. Like, other than just listing the tracks of Mama, like, <laughs> of, of it, I think there's nothing else that really happens in the movie. Without spoilers, uh, I mean, obviously. Love happens in the movie. Joy happens in the movie. Pierce Brosnan happens lot of, in this movie. A lot of alcohol is consumed in this movie. Um, there's some tears. You laugh, you cry. Uh, what are the other emotions? I can't remember. <laughs> They're the Pierce only ones Brosnan. I know. Pierce Brosnan. You yeah. laugh, you cry, you Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. You tears Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> you you fears Brosnan. <laughs> I don't think you fears Brosnan in this. I think this. I never you're fears just, you're Brosnan. Just, you're just worried. You're worried. You're fearful mm. of whether the wedding is going to happen. You're very fears Brosnan. <laughs> very. Fe- That's fair. Okay, I'll give you yeah. that one fears Brosnan incident. Uh, what else rhymes with Pierce Brosnan? You. Uh, there's beers Brosnan, like you said. There's mm-hmm. booze. <laughs> there's a lot of beers Brosnan going on here. There's a lot of cheers Brosnan. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of cheers, cheers Brosnan. Brosnan. Um, okay, so I take it all back. There's some, I said... there's some letter writing, so there's dears Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. G-H-I-J. <laughs> oh, there's some, there's, def- there's definitely some insulting going on. So I would 100 percent say there's definitely some mm-hmm. cheers Brosnan going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone's very close together. There's a lot of parties. You're they're very near as Brosnan. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <Christ. laughs> Look, it's the next letter that made sense in the alphabet. Hey, they're all, they're all quite good friends, so they're really there's some good peers, Brosnan. P E A O S. Um. Anyway, moving on. I think, I think those are all the emotions of this movie. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I have notes in my in my um notes for this podcast one of them is just if anyone ever needs to convince me to do something plead via song which i call pulling a pierce brosnan on it because <laughs> he uses that trick a lot in this movie i mean we should probably start at the start though it's effective as opposed to me just jumping into some what's well, well, what you know what i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna ask actually okay. instead i think i think what the one thing i wanted to ask you which was what is your favorite song or favorite tune because it's full of good tunes there's, there's many good tunes in this movie but I just want to know right off the bat what is your favorite well, tune well this is Sophie's Choice I know how Meryl Streep felt in that film she did now but um, I don't know I really like them all I love them I love Dancing Queen I mean how could you not love Dancing Queen it's brilliant with the jump the, the choreography the jump in the Mamma Mia itself the tight titular song also brilliant Um, I think they're, they're probably my two favorites i'm gonna regret saying that money 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 that sequence is a production and a half like they had to film on a yacht for that 10 out of 10 yeah um i mean colin firth is just so spontaneous how could i choose um winner takes it all very emotional but it's probably not my favorite song does your mother know how you're having so much fun the whole time have i named all the songs yet (laughs) Uh, well no you haven't named my favorite song what's your favorite song um, I think you'll find it SOS? SOS. It's absolutely <laughs> SOS. My God, what a song! Just like oh yeah, that's oh. true. Best oh, best yeah, song, yeah. best song in the movie, by far. Oh, speaking of SOS, more I superior, think... more superior than the original, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, just give me a moment to recover from that statement. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm only gonna laugh because I, I, I for some reason, just because of having worked with. Um, Katie Kelly for years. I just imagine she's listening to this and just like just just hunched up in a ball, whatever I diss Abba. She's not even listening to this just somewhere in the world. She's like 
something's not right. <laughs> yeah. Her her ABBA senses are tingling. Yeah. But I'm just on the topic of SOS. Right before that song starts, there's the like drunk lads come back from a party and. Pierce Brosnan's like, I see you kept my bagpipes. Why did he not play the bagpipes in this movie, Gary? Why? I would pay good money to hear Pierce Brosnan try to play bagpipes. Um, well, see, okay, that's that's another thing uh, about this, which is this movie kind of alludes to like a past where he where all the guys do like. So you've got uh, you've got you see you've got like Meryl Streep as Donna. Uh, and then like the three lads which is Pierce Brosnan as Sam Carmichael you've got Colin Firth as Harry Bright and you've got Stellan Skarsgård as Bill Anderson so there's this alluded past of like her having met them and going on adventures and stuff like that uh, having a lot of dot 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 if you know what I mean as they did and, <laughs> as they did but it's funny because then when you watch the sequel it kind of tries to expand upon all that, but you're just like, no, they don't line up at all. Like, I, I noticed not a lot of stuff <laughs> None lining of this up. makes any sense, yeah. One, of, one of my biggest notes on it, which is then when they show the past versions of all of the characters, but it's basically the old lads in, like, young person makeup. Uh, one of them, which is Pierce Brosnan in this, like, kind of hippie get-up with a handlebar moustache, to which I have written down, Pierce Brosnan is effectively unfuckable with that moustache. <laughs> I mean, he'd have... And like, you know, it's true if you're saying it, like it's a big deal. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I have, I have a note and it probably leads into what, like maybe putting some structure on this podcast, which is just that this cast is perfect. Oh, absolutely. Like perfect. I think all of them are so good. I mean, there's the man himself, Pierce Brosnan. Meryl Streep as Donna as the mom, as you said. I mean, the world does not deserve Meryl Streep. How is she amazing in this movie, too? Like, apart from the rest She's, of the life. She, pro- she, she probably is the best thing in this movie, uh, which makes sense why she didn't come back for the sequel, because she's far too good for this. Well, she did come back for the sequel. She just, like, oh. was dead in it, but she appeared a lot. Yeah, but her character didn't need to die. No, no, it did not. And she just didn't want to do it. <laughs> I thought it was spoilers completely unnecessary, one, considering that she, like... Yeah, spoilers. Uh, well, it's, it's only spoiled in the beginning, the very beginning of the second one. But, um... She like still does a whole musical number in the second one though. Like Just they could have made it different. That was like one day of shooting. But um, yeah, Meryl Streep, perfect as per usual. We expect nothing less. Uh, Colin Firth is great in this. He says the phrase spontaneous so much. Stellan Skarsgård. That they're the three dads: Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård, and Pierce Brosnan. They're all brilliant. Yeah. Kind of love them all. Um, the Donna's friends, the Dynamos. Oh, they're, like they're, they're probably my they're probably my favorite bit in this movie and the and yeah, the sequel and the because one, yeah. the key the, the casting is just phenomenal on both on both fronts yeah so you oh, got Ju- I it's mean, like judy walters and christine baranski isn't it yeah yeah christine baranski uh, and they're both they're both the judy walters is probably my favorite in, they have in some this movie. like when donna's sad and they're singing they're they're drunk at this point in the movie and they're singing the um, Chikatita song and they're just throwing tissues at her and at <laughs> each other. And when they do the whole Dancing Queen bit, like, they're so good. Um, but there's also Amanda Seyfried who is fab in this. She's quite a good singer. Yeah, she's... It's, uh, her and Streep are like, mm, I'm glad yeah. they got the most... But, you know, Brosnan gets, Brosnan gets a bit of shit for being a bad singer. But I think the worst singer is Dominic Cooper because he is horrendous. What? He He's is very bad. bad. He is the He's worst. He's been in musicals. I, I don't understand. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's maybe that they, good. Maybe I, they d- 
Okay, so Orla and I have a theory that they did it on purpose. Well, I, this but... is, I have this written down in my notes that I have. <laughs> well, my main note is Dominic Cooper looks six brackets. Lily has a thing about a feud. <laughs> yeah, we were watching it at one point. We were like, "Do you think it's like Pierce Brosnan put it in his contract as a clause that he had to sing more than Dominic Cooper?" I'm, I can't remember how this started. That they were in a feud the whole time because he had to get more screen time. Pierce Brosnan, not a theatre. Uh, like, Dominic Cooper's got to start in musicals and in theatre. It's in the mm. History Boys. But they were just like, now nah, he can have a song and maybe one line and another one. And Pierce Brosnan is singing so many songs in this movie. He sings two. One mm-hmm. better than the other. He sings more than two. Uh, he, sings so he, sings, he sings SOS. Minimum three. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he sings I Do, I Do. Yeah. yeah, he does. That's pretty... Garbage. And then he says, uh, no, like, the, the one at the one at dinner is probably the worst. Like that's horrendous mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, <laughs> it was he, really he sings, bad. He sings in a lot of the other songs as well. Oh yeah, that's fair. What a, what a, I've forgotten. Uh, he probably sings our our last summer as well. He sings in that. Yes, he sings he, our last summer. Uh, he sings when all is said and done, which is the one at dinner, and then he also sings in Waterloo at the end. Yeah. Oh, that end is great. That end sequence. Yeah, we'll get we'll get we'll get to the end. We'll get to it though. Yes, you're right. We'll get to it. So. Um, we talked about the dads. We talked about Amanda Seyfried, Dominic Cooper, the Dynamos. Amanda Seyfried has friends arrive for her wedding too, but they're unimportant to the yeah, plot. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, I'm looking at like my notes and it's really like, once you get past them, everyone is just one line, which is like, Ashley Lilly as Ali, close friend of Sophie and her bridesmaid. Rachel McDowell as Lisa, close friend of Sophie and her bridesmaid. So just, there's, there's no other character development other than that. Um, yeah. But what I wanted to talk about a bit was just sort of the success of this movie and how it went on to actually get another sequel because um, this was really big in the UK uh, and it went on to gross about, uh, I have here, 62.2 million uh, pounds um this says as of tw- the 23rd of july 2009 so it might have gone on to make more than that but at the time it was the 13th highest grossing movie of all time in the uk which is like pretty impressive when you consider there's like blockbusters and all the harry potter shit yeah. as well um but it went on to like uh it, it's the highest grossing movie in greece at the time as well it grossed something like 471 million dollars worldwide Oh no, sorry, $615 million worldwide on a production of $52 million. So this more than made up its money. Uh, and when you consider that, it probably made a lot of uh, money on like, you know, rentals, but also the soundtrack as well. Because, you know, everyone's downloading SOS by Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep. I so, mean, it's uh, one it's of my de- top Spotify tracks every year. <laughs> you joke, that actually did show up in one of my <laughs> things. But only because I would play it as a joke, not because yeah. I enjoy the song. I swear, I swear, only because I'd play it as a joke. <laughs> Uh, but no, it was it, it was a, it, it was a really big success. Uh, so the sequel was kind of a no brainer, other than the fact they had to try and get all these very high profile actors to come back and pay them a shit ton of cash. And I think as well, like sometimes um, a lot of like musicals when they adapt them to movies, it doesn't go well, or maybe it's not received that well by like the musical theater lovers because like obviously this is a beloved musical before it was this movie it it had been out for years and years uh you know uh, written by the guys from ABBA themselves had a really big following as a musical would have done loads of like West End and Broadway tours and versions uh and then they made the movie but like everyone loves this movie I think I don't think this is a great musical adaption in my not professional opinion in my I don't think it's a good I don't think this is a good movie in my opinion, oh, this it's is a not great a great movie. movie. This is not a good movie. This is it's not a great in, movie in terms musical. of in terms of plot and just it's not a, it's a good musical feature. 
It's not a good movie. It's a great musical adaption. Yes. It's a great, like, movie musical adaption. It's not a good movie. Like, when you look at something like West Side Story, which is a good movie, and it's an adaption of a musical, this this is like popcorn entertainment. It's like what the Transformers is, in the sense that it's... It's not a good movie, but it does what but exactly I mean, what it needs to do. I uh, here let's have a philosophical debate about what makes art good. Is it good because you enjoy it, or is it good because it's like high level art? If you enjoy Look, it, I think it gets to be good. It's not a good movie. I don't know. <laughs> Look, am I? Look, it's a good. It's is... a good piece of entertainment. Look, Pierce Brosnan won an award for this movie, so how can I? What? Continue? Was that the Razzie for Worst Actor of the Year? <laughs> yes, it was. But I'll take it that this is one of Pierce Brosnan's award-winning movies. And Meryl Streep won an IFTA for it for Best International Actress. This movie is garbage, but I loved every moment of it. You can't not love it. Like, you can't... The, the music no, I do love in, it. I just think it's a good, good time. Movie. I watch it and I sing along. But that... It's good entertainment. I just don't think it's a yeah. good movie. I can't describe it. I don't know. I, I can't explain. It's a good musical. I think it's a good movie in that it that it does it entertains you and it never pretends to be doing something else. Like, you know, you watch sometimes you go watch movies or adaptions and they're really trying to like be a big movie and make a big point where this one is like, get your drinks, put on your Hawaiian shirt, put your sunglasses on indoors, we're gonna have a good time. Uh, and it does what it says on the tin, so Yeah. It's so feel yeah. good. Yeah, no, it, it is. It is a feel Absolutely. good film. I'd say this is like, and it's very like, I'd say it's a movie that's gas to go see in theaters with a lot of people. Like if you went to like a Mamma Mia themed night, I'd say it's unreal. Whereas if you told me like, hey, hey guys, we're going to see Whiplash, I'm just like, no, that's, I'm not, no, I don't want to see that with a lot of people. I don't. I. I, I, I need to I'm watch that like under a blanket, and I need to like hold something. I need something to distract me immediately after I'm finished watching Whiplash. Um, but you could go see this and when I went to see the musical people were singing and I was cross so but I'd like to see a yeah there's a sing-along at the end don't sing during (laughs) the musical like we didn't go to sing-along Mamma Mia in the board gosh but I would love to go to a sing-along Mamma Mia if you go with the purpose of that it's fine that's fair Uh, what did you think so so having actually seen the musical and then Mm -hmm. obviously having seen the movie then as well all the actors do their own singing. <laughs> what were your thoughts on that? Um, it's a choice, but I think it's good. You know, they can get away with it in this one, whereas in some, in some they can't, and it's a real pain because the ABBA songs are just so well known. You know, they're people sing them themselves in their living room all the time, and it's not like I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good other example for this. Like, you couldn't do it with Wicked. You have to cast musical. You have to cast someone who can sing to play, to do the songs in Wicked because they're, like, written to be a musical and they're written to be dramatic and big and in different registers and you got to hit those high notes. But because these are the ABBA songs that we all know, I'm not saying that the ABBA songs weren't written to be, like, sung by singers. I think because we're all so used to singing them ourselves, you kind of get away with having normal people sing yeah. Yeah, but like, because it just looks like people having fun on holidays singing yeah. songs. Like that's that's kind um, of I mean, I went to Greece. I sang everywhere I went. Is that not what you're meant to do? 
I've never been to Greece, but it does lead me into what I'd plan for the next podcast because I watched this and I was like, this is just a load of actors getting drunk, going to like going to Greece to record a mo- like to film a movie, just having the crack. And they're like, oh, there's a movie as well. Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll do that. So I am now. So when this podcast makes all the money, 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 and I, I'm going to I'm going to record them on me a two podcast, going to bring everyone over to Greece and it's going to be a holiday with the, you know, illusion mm. of there being a podcast recording as well. Uh, but I, I, I Well, that yeah, way so, we can expense it. Yeah, exactly. 100%. That, that, that is the plan. When, when Reading the Peers Inc. Uh, is set yeah, up, I will to the register, to taxi. Reading the Peers Limited, we can expand yeah, everything. Exactly. Uh, no, but I, but so I looked into like, because, so like how the, so the Benny and Bjorn were like the big, like producers on this. Like they, mm-hmm. they actually appear, they have like cameos in the movie and yeah. everything like that. So they were kind of connected with it. Uh, but I looked into what they thought of like some of the people. I think one of them was like, uh, Streep went to Stockholm to record her version of uh, record the vocals for the winner takes it all and she did it all in one take and apparently like Benny was just like said it was a miracle she could do that in one take uh, and there was other things like uh, Prost <laughs> uh, your man Benny or uh, who was it here it was one of them uh, said that like uh, Brosnan wasn't as bad as people had said he was uh, but then also at the same time I have this other fact which says that Pierce Brosnan had no idea what the project was when he signed on the producer told him that it filmed in Greece and Meryl Streep was starring Brosnan said he would have signed on for anything involving Streep describing her as the gorgeous blonde he fancied terribly in drama school oh so God. it makes sense I why he's it. in this movie that makes um, so much sense also I'm now now that we're talking about it and like getting into it in my head I'm like hmm when I first saw this I don't know if I was as kind to the musical performances but now that it's become such a thing and I've rewatched it so many times I'm like go Pierce you're doing such a good job <laughs> and now that I know they were all basically drunk filming it and like just partying the whole it time it was a holiday it was a holiday yeah. with the illusion of there being a movie being recorded <laughs> the illusion of there yeah. being a movie recorded, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, just thinking about... So, like, money, 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 right? You know, when she's singing, and Meryl Streep does... She, she moves really well. I quite like how she, like, moves when she's singing. But they're... In Money, 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 they end up shooting that on a yacht. They must have had yeah. the best time. When you I'm consider that... Would you consider that, like, they didn't need the yacht for the day, but you know they probably rented the yacht for the day, and they probably had, like, afters on. They finished shooting, they're like, well, we have the yacht, we might as That's well. That's where they had on. the rap party, the famous rap party, that if the listeners don't know, there's, like, it's gone around on, like, Twitter and stuff, old disposable camera shots of the Mamma Mia rap party, and they're just having the best time. That's why I think... I love this movie and lots of people love this movie and are so maybe forgiving of some of the stuff and almost defending some of the stuff like I am to you is because it's clear they're having a good time and it's so easy to have a good time with them when you're watching it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and like, yeah, like they're ABBA songs. They're class songs as well. So it's not like you're watching, you're listening to horrible songs except for Slipping Through My Fingers, which I think is a garbage song. I love Uh, that song. It's so bad. It's just, I have all the songs here. I don't honey honey which one's that so in terms of like the plot where are we at when honey honey happens the start the start dot dot oh so that's when um, she's well, so, that's the story that's the exposition for the movie when ah, like, she's so reading Sophie the diary being the daughter yeah. is reading the diary of her mom and being like yeah. oh there's one of these three men that might have been in yeah. and she's singing honey honey so she sends off like invitations mm-hmm. to get these well, three lads yeah. to show up to yeah. her wedding as you do what could go wrong? Uh, yeah, I just think I think it's funny just having watched the sequel as well. When you when you look back and you're just like, 
Why are these guys so hung up? Because they're really hung up on Donna. My God, because when they get there, they are like, they're just like, Donna, Donna. Like, they're like 14-year-old boys again when they see her. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, my God, it's in been the like, goat it's like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Exactly 20 years because she's 20 getting married. And that's, I'm glad that that was like part of the, it's part of the musical as well, part of the movie where they're like, 20? You're getting married at 20? Are you sure? Because uh, it makes uh, Yeah, because uh, actress Amanda Seyfried at the time was, I think, was she 20? I think she was 20. No, she would have been a bit older. 20-something. So she was born in... Yeah, she, she was born... Oh, no, she yeah, she was born in uh, 1985. So... What? So that's so like 20 years 20... off from that. Would have been, yeah, so 20, she would have been like 24. 24? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And Dominic Cooper was like 28 or 29 because they dated No, he was board. six years old, Lily. I don't think you <laughs> tell. He looks like a baby in this. He does. Because I was surprised at how old he was when I looked it up because I was like, there's no way... That he could have made this movie, not in his thirties, because he went on to date Amanda Seyfried, I think. Oh, did he? I thought was not. Yeah, that was I not think they did. He ha- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I think. I know she did. dated co-star Mamma Mia on and off from 2008 yeah. to 2009, and then Justin Long from 2013 to 2015. Yeah, and she's is she married now? Uh, she began a relationship with. Her, uh, yes, she is. She's married to Thomas Sadowski. Anyway. But, yeah, um, the... but because Dominic Cooper then went on to date Ruth Nega after they met on a national theatre play production thing with Helen Mirren because he only does things with the most famous people in the world. And now he's dating Gemma Chan, apparently. My God. Who I love. What's she in? It's funny how these things stick in your head. Uh, she's in Crazy Rich Asian. She's in Human. She's going to be in The Eternals. Uh, oh, yes. That's how I know her. That's right. Now. Anyway, so back to Mummy. I was on the Wikipedia for Gemma Chan. I was like, oh yeah, Mamma Mia. <laughs> so Jesus, this is a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia. Um, that's a great musical performance in this. I love the like aerial shots. Oh, Meryl Streep. Like, God, she's good. So what's happening? So so what's happening then is at that point, when's Mamma Mia kick in? Sorry, yeah. So she's invited them. She's invited them to the island, which we find out. Um, Amanda Seyfried, Sophie, the daughter, has invited her three potential dads to the island. I think there's some other songs in between. Money, money, money would, would have been the only one because uh, yes, Donna's like, yeah. I need some money, money, money for this hotel yeah. I'm running into the ground. Because I mean, she's doing a lot. Donna's always mm. doing the most. She's got a lot of work. She's to fixing do. And then, shutters. And her friends are trying to give her money. And she's like, no, no, I don't need the assistance. But she needs the money. And then we meet. Then Sophie sees the dads. And she was like convinced when she saw her dad, she'd know which one was her dad. And she didn't really expect them all to come. She thought they're like, oh, my dad will know and he'll come. They all came. And she's kind of like, well, shit, what do I do now? She has them hide in the old goat house. Who do you think Um, their dad is? I don't know. So apparently know. in the in the um in the musical it's heavily implied that it's Stellan Skarsgård's Bill Anderson is the dad. Yeah. Cuz he is supposed to be from Australia, I think, in the musical. But they cast Stellan in this because he's Swedish like uh, like Abba from Sweden. Mm-hmm. So I actually um, can't remember. That would make sense though because you know she's n- she's named She's named after his aunt. Yeah, if you watch the second movie, I mean they really imply that no one knows. So Yeah. It might be Stellan's car, but but I think it's all just like Easter eggs because like Donna doesn't know, so no one knows. But um, it's sorry. Brosnan, then they move obviously. on to it's bras. They move on to money, money, money. Or no, we've done that. They Mama move Mia. on to Mamma Mia. When Donna realizes she sees the three guys and she's like, "Why are they here? What are they doing?" And she sings Mamma Mia, and it's it's like 
from this point on, it's really heavily implied, no, not implied, straight up stated that she loves Pierce Brosnan's character. Because she's, and, and he's the one who kind of like, the other two, when we heard about her life in the diary, the other two were like flings she was using to get over him after he broke her heart. Mm. So, um, yeah. And then she tells them they can't stay there in the goat house. And they, the three of them together are really funny. Uh, the three dads, I, I quite think, like I them think together. They're, they're all fantastic. Like, like, yeah. like, Colin Firth is probably the best out of the three, in my opinion. So good. He's, he's very, like, being... I'm whether spontaneous. Being, whether it be him saying he's sponta- spontaneous. Uh, but also, I did enjoy that at one point, uh, when he's introducing himself to, uh, to Sophie, he's like, Bright, Harry Bright. Which is just <laughs> kind of like a rip-off of, like, obviously, Brosnan's James Bond. Which I did really enjoy. Because he, I think out of all of them, he leans into his character the most. Because, like, Pierce Brosnan's just playing this architect who's not really an architect because as I, like, I would say oh he's obviously doing something he's not used to other than the fact that I think he played an architect architect also <laughs> in Mrs. Doubtfire as well and yeah, then I think he did. didn't he? Yeah. Uh, or also, like interior like, how designer do you play? how do you play an architect? Like I don't know you look at buildings all the time I don't know Colin Firth is just playing this like really awkward banker who just doesn't like I don't yeah. know. I just, I just thought he played compared to what you would see him he, in other stuff, where he's trying to be like yeah. cool, calm, and collected, i.e. Kingsman. He's playing and then he's very this. British, isn't he? He's playing he's, yeah, very awkward immensely. British. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, just so. And good. then Skarsgård is just—he's playing like just—he's just chill, dude. He's just, he lives on boats. He loves. Uh, he's running away from Julie Walters. He's having a great time. He's got a lot of tattoos on his butt and knees, uh, oh, so you can yeah. recognize him from any angle. <laughs> I forgot about that. So. Um, but yeah, they're great together, and then. Donna makes them leave and they just go conveniently. Alexander or wrong star Skarsgard. Selling Skarsgard has a boat. Bill, Bill Anderson has a boat. I don't know, are we using their actor names, their character names? Mix. Welcome to this podcast. Anything goes. Yeah, I'll see where the mood takes me. Yeah. Then they all go isn't it so then there's a day where they all go off on the boat and they're all This is so this is like my, it doesn't No, no, then like... you're missing you're missing um, Chikatita because Meryl Streep's all like stressed out and she comes back and she runs back to her friends crying and they're like, oh no, what's wrong? But uh. they're smashed. So they're not helpful. And then they t- sing Dancing Queen to her because they're smashed and they're trying to be helpful. Um, uh. Yeah, so then she tells them about the dads and stuff and then they have a dance and they remember that they're great and all the women of Greece run with them for the dance, which is a great yeah, bit. I, I, like, yeah, the note I have right here is all the women now, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> every like, lady yeah you're hanging up the laundry and you see all the women run down the street of course you're going to join in with the lyrics you're supporting a man on a ladder he doesn't need you go be your own woman yeah i love it and then they it's the, a great i, I enjoyed the locals in this. like the locals yeah. just seem to be they're extras but at the same time they're their own characters because they enjoy being like quite zany yeah do you know about the greek chorus no so traditionally in greek literature there's a chorus in a greek play probably it's probably a better example uh you have a chorus which they're normally like the sort of the moralists of the story they're like comment on what's going on they fill in a lot of exposition they help the plot along in certain points so like they advise the character things like that um and that's what the like background actors kind of become the greek chorus in this i think in that like you know when donna's like oh i kind of want to go in i'm not going to go in and see the guys because she spotted them and she doesn't know she wants to talk to the three dads um, and they like push her in. They open the gate. They push her in. They do a lot of that little like yeah. those little bits in the movie. So they're acting like the traditional Greek chorus. Ah. 
further into uh, it. No, I, I really enjoyed them. I thought they were kind of a nice... Um, mm-hmm. I, I do have in my notes here weird singing locals, but they, they kind of... Uh, and I also have... The locals are putting up with far too much shit from these <laughs> just weird American-British yes. people just coming to town and just taking over and causing mayhem. And I think that's most highlighted in like the weird stag and hen do's that happen. Are they next? I think they might be next. I don't think they're next, but we can talk about that because like everything else is just such oh, a... Oh, no, there's... The, the guys are on the boat that's next and they she sings a song and they're all like oh my god she's so might be my daughter they kind of they're getting there and then yes yeah. she has a song with Dominic Cooper Amanda Seyfried and Dominic Cooper have their we love each other very much song where he's an awful singer yeah it's a great bit though it's super romantic great beach then there's the weird men dancing yeah, with the flippers. I, I have down here weird flipper dance. Why are they dancing yeah. with flippers? Mm-hmm. It's the wor- I also dance. Yeah, I have down here the worst stag do. Uh, well, they definitely right just my- wanted to jet ski around the place and that's why they inserted... That's Actually, why I'm looking at my, yeah, I'm looking at my notes here. I have Colin Firth simply does not get enough shit for his bad singing. Then I have Dominic <laughs> Cooper can't sing. And then I have worst stag do flipper dancing. Uh, and then I have <laughs> super trooper worst hen do. Why would you get your mother to sing at it? <laughs> I kind of like it. I like the. Why would you get your mother to your Hindu? I find that weird. Why would you get married at twenty, Gary? There's so many questions. There's so many. So questions. many questions. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Greece of all um, places. And, oh, and then I have Brosnan. Whoop whoop whoop. Because I'm pretty sure at one point he goes yeah. whoop 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 <laughs> like supporting Donna. This is this is the best like Brosnan dancing scene. This is the like the gift yeah, that everyone gift. uses where yeah. he's he's shimmying, shimmying, and shaking. Uh, this mm. is good Brosnan moments. You see him almost being an architect at one point when he has his leg up on something and he's staring at some buildings slash the distance. Oh my god, look at him clearly doing his research. Yeah, yeah. And then, yes, you're right, weird stag do. And then all the men are like, you're my daughter. And she's like, why does no one know the answer to this question? And she passes out. Because they're all like, I'm going to walk you up the aisle tomorrow because they're all drunk. They're all mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. hammered. Yeah. Uh, was this before or after... Um, Colin Firth and Stan Skarsgård kind of get assaulted and dragged towards the stripper uh, hall. After, after. Uh, yeah. was after that, cool. <laughs> because we have we have the Super Trooper song and then we have Voulez-vous, Gimme, which is a great song. Mm. And Gimme, Gimme, is Gimme, Gimme, Gimme and Voulez-vous, they play, they play together one after the other, don't yeah. they? Yes, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme is when they take the men because it's Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a man ah, after yes. midnight. And Voulez-vous is when the stag crash the hen. Ah, yes, they rappel down on ropes. Yes, yeah, of course they rappel mm, yeah, down the, on ropes. What else would you do in your Greek stag? The lo- the locals just deal with so much of this bullshit. I cannot believe it. Also, how come Amanda... Seyfried? 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 How come Sophie has, like, this American accent if she grew up in Greece all these years? You're making a good point, actually. I don't understand the accents in this movie because her... She grew up... She's got an American accent. She grew up in Greece... Her two friends have Scottish accents, so it's clear she went to university in Scotland or something with yeah. them. Or maybe they all went to university in America and her friends never lost the accent. And Donna's friends are British, but she's American. One is British, one's American. Oh, yeah. It makes, the second well, movie so this, tells us they all went to Oxford together, so I mean, oh, none they of this makes did. sense. Well, well, the fact that the movie takes place in Greece and is based on Swedish music and has an Italian title and it's played in English by American actors just makes it all a big, a bit of a whatever you think. But, it's a big mixing bag, a melting pot, some might it's say. It's a bit like it's a bit like a, a. It's a melting pot of European culture. Exactly, it's like Valkyrie, where they just let all the actors do their own accents. It's like go with it, guys. You know, it's just a party. Who cares? What's next then? The next day, I have done SOS. Is it SOS? And then does your mo- 
or is, does, does your mother does know? Does your mother know? Yeah. Brilliant. But Brilliant. SOS is Brosnan being like, "Hey, I like you. I love you. Yeah. And you like me. But why don't why don't we get on?" And all the locals are like, "Come on, guys, yeah. get together." This makes no sense to talk about. Like if they like in the sense that it's just like <laughs> just you have to live. It's so weird because you can't. Ex- you can't explain it because all the like story is in the song and I think that's actually something the movie does quite well which is actually being able to write a musical I know it's a musical as well but like I suppose the musical element of it being able to like bait like write a musical based on the songs and lyrics that ABBA wrote like 20 years beforehand mm. and I think it, it does that pretty well yeah my personal favourite is when they're trying to make it in you know when they're on the boat and she's talking to the three dads and she's it's um our last summer is that song when they're on the boat yeah, yeah. but like it, she's singing um that's why harry's from paris is that's why donna met harry in paris it's it's all this stuff they've done in the plot to really make all the songs work um and there's one bit where they're just fully cheating where she's like singing and colin firth is just reacting being like no 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 none of this is my character like, <laughs> we're leaving it in we're leaving it in <laughs> But I love, just to, sorry, jump all the way back to what we were talking about. I love Does Your Mother Know. Christine Bransky. Oh, oh, so good. It's such a like, I don't even know how to describe it. I was trying to think of a, nothing, nothing's coming to mind. Well, what's good about all, uh, is kind of the main seven, which would be the, the three dads, three possible dads, Donna, her two friends, and Amanda being like the main seven in the, in the like Dominic Cooper can kind of get fucked. Uh, me and Pierce Brosnan equally hate, hate him. <laughs> um, but um, they, everyone kind of gets their own big kind of song or so, like piece, I suppose. Like Brosnan has SOS, Christine uh, has <laughs> Brosnan this. has multiple, it was in his contract. No, well, in the sense that, like, the big one... Ugh, there is that other shite one at dinner. I I really hate... I, I, I always forget about that, and I watch it. I was like, oh, it's bad. But uh, Judy Walters has um, Take a Chance. And I think I think Bill, uh, like, Stellan and Colin don't really get one, do they? I think um, it's because they're garbage singers. Yeah, Colin really doesn't get one. I think he might have one in the musical. Maybe not. And Stellan sings um, with Julie Walters at the end. Uh, yeah. take a chance on me but only a little bit he does some of the talky bits ah uh, yes well I, I I think I think Christine and Judy Walters do it from like they're really good singers and I think mm-hmm. her and this as well both her physical performance but then also like her vocals are just like top I notch. love I think her it, like, physical it's, performance it's really good everything about it uh, and it's one of the few ones I've watched in it. I, I watch in like these things where it's like you know in musicals like, you can clearly tell the actor has recorded it like in a studio mm-hmm. somewhere and then they kind of just mouth it on set I thought she was quite good at like because of how much she was she was I, I don't know how she was doing it she must have been like doing the actions while in the studio or something because it all became like how she was singing versus the action she was doing they kind of synced up quite well which I thought yeah. was interesting and, and it was just like pure lads chaos at that beach like those young guys there's like you know there's the bits in when she's singing and it kind of like and then it cuts to instrumental and it shows shots of the guys just doing lad things it's so weird but it's so funny and they've all got intense popped collars a la 2008 it's what we were all about back in 2008 me Mm -hmm. at the age of 13 I was all about that popped collar life yeah (laughs) it is like I think about what south dublin city life was like my god in, at age 13 when we started i, I, need, I, I need i i need not go further than um popped colors wes at danny brook yeah yeah it, it was that's what it was that's what that yeah. beach scene was wes on the beach yeah. i just have lads capital letters at the beach for does your mother know uh and also there's a bit where she's like pedaling 
with Colin first on the little pedalo and he like he's like I'm gonna dive in because I'm gonna pay for this wedding because she's my daughter and he just slams into the water excellent physical comedy commitment from Colin Firth just wanted to give him props for that yeah no I I think he's the is he the funniest I think I, I mean, think it's between him and Julie Walters probably they're the funniest yeah thing. oh I love yeah, like one of the Julie only two Walters. British people they, they both have great physical comedy moments so like Colin Firth uh, slamming into the water doing some of his dancing has to count as physical comedy because it's so ridiculous Julie Walters when she slides down the stairs and like smacks into the end of the banisters when she's in Mamma Mia in Dancing Queen when she's like running after uh, Meryl Streep and Christine Bransky like messing up everything they're doing at each step comedy gold yeah Yeah. comedy gold um some of it's only stuff you'd notice um, when you rewatch it. Like every time you rewatch it, you're like, oh my God, look at that. Look at them go. That's a great yeah. bit that they've added in there. Great detail. Yeah, because the first time I was watching it, I was just like, my God, I hate this. So this time I was able to be like, hey, I'm having a good time. I'm the best crack in the world watching this. Yeah. Uh, what's um, next? I have slipping through, slipping through my fingers is next, mm-hmm. which I just thought was so boring. I love this. Oh, it slowed it down. It's slow- I, I felt like it just slowed everything down. I was like, oh, who cares? But you know, the the movie be like whole thing about the movie is the like mother-daughter relationship we got to dedicate a little bit of time to it gary because it's it's setting up it's setting up um what's going to happen at the wedding giving us some explanation for the listener insert inserting audio descriptive captions gary's spinning around in that chair (laughs) not listening i don't like this song it just slows it down yeah i thought that in the beginning but then i watched at one point and had a cry so can't remember what i was doing probably slightly drunk or sad about something else and I watched it and I had to cry yeah like uh, this is what I guess where like I guess no I know why I cried at this I cried and sorry to interrupt you when I rewatched it after watching the second one knowing that the mother is dead oh, oh, oh god it's yeah, an emotional actually. roller coaster to watch oh, it, it again. is then yeah actually I forgot mm. I forgot about that because uh, then because then the emotion kind of builds I suppose this is like the beginning of when like the emotional impact of like a lot of the stuff happens because we go from this mm-hmm. to then there's that like great um, cliffside rendition of the winner takes it all Meryl Streep god I can't say it enough brilliant and I like that song ends with her running away from Pierce Brosnan and um, like a fool and then and then like it cuts back and somehow Pierce Brosnan's at cliffs with waves crashing at him going Donna and it doesn't make any sense and it is not necessary but it is brilliant oh it's a, it's a cinematic masterpiece um, honestly no but and like I, I kind of I, I do like, like the this, wedding this, yeah yeah and oh, sorry, I, I do like this this kind of like parallel between like it's like uh, Sophie's character is like oh are you sure you're not rushing into things too soon like you're very young and stuff like that And but then when it comes to Donna when people are like, oh my God, why not? Why don't go for Pierce? She goes, oh, I don't know. I think I'm rushing in for things this year. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like these things you're saying to your 20 year old daughter. Like you can't apply that logic to yourself as well when you know you're going to have feelings for for uh, Mr. Pierce, Brennan Brosnan from Navin. So, and how could she not? And how, how could, could she, she not? not? So um, it's kind of funny when you see that she's trying to be like the, you know, the protective mother character looking after her daughter. But when it comes to herself, she's like, ah, I don't know. Judy Walters, bring me some tissues. <laughs> Julie Walters, I need more tissues, more pills, and um, a lot of like scarfs for us to have a big dance celebration afterwards. But yeah. yes, so Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep have an emotional moment on the cliffs, and then they, um, as Amanda Seyfried gets carried up the cliffs by a donkey because it is Greece. Let's not yes. forget. And then she runs up into the church, and they're going into the church to get married, and 
Pierce Brosnan tries to stealthily sneak in the back. Oh, sorry. How could I forget? Her mother, they're waiting for Donna because Donna's going to give her away. That's the point of the slipping through your fingers song is that she, they like, they've had a fight before this. They reconnect and she's like, you give me away. I don't need my dads to give me away. You give me away. So she does. And Pierce Brosnan tries to stealthily sneak in the back and then immediately interrupts it. The next sentence after that. He, he completely forgot all about his James Bond sk- stealth skills. He did. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, like he sneaks in the back and then Donna is like, oh, Sophie, I have to tell you that these guys who like are my friends, they're like, one of them might be your dad and I'm not really sure why they're here. And then Pierce Brosnan's like, one of us? <laughs> um, and just storms through the church. Um, and then what happens, Gary? Uh, but that's oh. the bit where that's the bit where uh, like all the dads stand up, and then she's like, "Hey, you're all my dads, cause I met you yesterday, and I love you lots." And you remember that time on the boat, and I was sketching money, and and the two of you were getting assaulted by my friends. What fun times we've had in the last day and a half. We uh, really bonded she, together. Yeah. And then she was like, maybe I haven't ready to get married yet. And then poor Dominic Cooper, age seven at this point, is just <laughs> bawling his eyes out. No, he's thrilled because he didn't really, he loved her, but he was like, I don't know if we need to get married. And then he was yeah. like, oh my God, you're, you're duping me. You want to marry me because you want to find out about your dad, not because you want to marry me. And then yeah. she's like, you know what? You're right. We should just have a bit of a travel. Calm down because we are only 20. Yeah. Um, and none of them have gone gone to college, it seems. But anyway, the ages in this movie don't make sense. Um, and then she's like, they're like, we should all be your dad. And she's like, you're right, you're all my dad, collectively. Father mm. one, two, and three. Thing one, thing two, and thing three. Yeah. And then this is where I have written down uh, Brosnan Big Dick Energy is like, hey, Donna, there's a wedding here. <laughs> Let's do this. And then comes out with one of the worst proposals I've ever heard, which is... <laughs> Come on, Donna. It's only the rest of your life. <laughs> yes. And it's funny because it's like, they've just had this big scene where she's like, I can't do this. I can't. I'm going to like, she's like, I'm hurt by you. I'm going to be, I'm not going to like fall victim to this again. And then he's like, how about you marry me? Oh, he does then eventually tell her that he's divorced. Because she hasn't, it's, I think it's important that we know that when he broke her heart as children, um, he left, she discovered he was engaged and he like left to go get married and she was like, how dare he? And uh, yes. for up until this point in the movie, she doesn't know that he's divorced, but he knows he's divorced. Mm. I um, hope he knows he's divorced. <laughs> I think he knows. <laughs> and apparently, different movie apparently uh, yeah, he was like, he, she thought he abandoned him, but he went back, cancelled his engagement and went to find her and she'd already gone off with the other two lads to the island and then he went home and the woman was like, I'm going to marry you because you're an idiot and you're Pierce Brosnan. And he had to get married. But yes, we find out at this point all that backstory for Pierce Brosnan's character um, and that he is divorced. And she's like, oh, this changes things. You didn't want to interrupt me on the cliffs and tell me this? Like, who? I, I, come on, I, not honestly, who would ever interrupt Mel's Street when she's belting out the window, oh, takes so it true. on the side of a cliff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you I just, mean, yeah, is it more rude to interrupt her or to inform her that she's incorrect? It's hard to tell. It's more rude to interrupt. You just gotta let her finish, and then she was too busy running up the fucking mountain mm. to like you know that's get rid of. That's why he was screaming on the Greek giant's causeway down the bottom. Yes. 
then then they get married in a very crowded wedding ceremony. Yeah, a very and then nearest I have, yeah. Brosnan wedding ceremony. A very nearest Brosnan. I I have written down here. Okay, Brosnan's last song is garbage. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I yeah, I did have song. written down under SOS. I had under that like. <laughs> I had under SOS that anyone who disagrees that this is the best song should be thrown off the cliffs of Greece. And now <laughs> that I retract myself further down being like, okay, this last song is garbage. I think the like intense growliness of SNS kind of lends itself to, to Pierce Brosnan, you know, leaning yeah. up against the wall, really belting it out. And then, yeah, the, oh the my more God, gentle... Oh my God, just play a bit of it now. Just play a bit of it now. When you're gone! <laughs> Insert clip here. When you go, how can I even try to go on? When you go, though I try, how can I carry on? Yeah, after that, I think the second one is like slow, it's intense, it's emotional. It's not really in his wheelhouse. No, no, yeah, that's very true. I'm um, play, I'm gonna play a clip of that here. When you go, how can I even try to go on? When you go, though I try, how can I carry on? Um, there's still more music to go. Did you think the music was still incorrect? There's three more songs still. Prince Brosnan had stopped singing, so I assumed the movie was over. Oh yeah, yeah, you didn't pay attention. Then Julie Walters and Stellan Skarsgård have their little sing song. No, they have Which their Assassin's the... Creed adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where they climb over buildings. And it's in the movie. I think this happens earlier in the musical. They have like a another song or something. I really should have checked the plot of the musical before doing this. Where it, it kind of makes more sense. In this one, it just seems like Julie Walters is, um, you know, like Stockholm syndroming him into... Well, he is from Sweden. Be... <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> into wanting to be with her. But in the movie, it makes more sense that they're both like... Um, it's it's more it's less like her being like ooh hello and more like both yeah. of them being like ooh hello oh no wait we're lone wolves ooh hello oh no wait we're lone wolves yeah because um, there is that hint where like you mentioned earlier Christine is on the boat with Colin Firth's character and mm. there's that scene then where they're on uh, Bill Anderson's boat and Judy Walters like swims onto it at some point so like there's like small like as obviously they meant to be bigger things and they just got like edited out or something like that yeah. where it's just like all very brief. And, and they both say I'm a lone wolf at different points and they're both like riders and adventurers kind of like, hmm. you know, they're setting <laughs> There is that scene where they're both howling for about 20 minutes <laughs> at the movie. But like, <laughs> I mean, at this dark. point you're talking about like a third couple in the movie and that's just a lot for them to like really flesh out. Yeah. I'd say they'd be the third. We've got, yeah, we've got be like, the ultimate couple, Meryl and Pierce. Yeah, exactly. Amanda and Dominic, they're getting married. They're definitely together. Yeah. Then we got uh, Julian Stalin. And then we've got Christine Bransky and Life, uh, or Young Men, depending. Uh, do I have the guy, the young? Do I have the name of the young man? I don't. Uh, but like, Eddie. she doesn't get with him. Like, it's Gonna not like Eddie. he's just like pursuing her, and she's just like, "You're a child, leave me alone." Mm. And then Colin Firth and his um, non-named male partner, because that's what game representation <laughs> just, uh, no, is Colin, in the early two thousands. Colin, Colin Firth and social awkwardness, the greatest couple of all. <laughs> Colin Firth and spontaneity, they really make it work yeah. together at the end. Um, yeah, and then we have the movie ends. They're all dancing, they're all partying, they're singing take a chance, take a chance, take a chuck a chance. And then boom, fountain explodes. 
from underneath. Oh yeah, dancing. I did have I did have a water explosion at the end because why not? It's so everyone could take their shirts off. Yeah. It's because they were drunk and it happened by accident and they left it in. And I did see something about how the, the, the director of this was the same as the musical, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of interesting. But I think because uh, she, which I thought was she, which I thought was kind of cool actually as well. And she was like, uh, she was like, wait, this is on film. Does that mean I get to do zoom shots? Because wow, is there a lot of fucking zoom shots in this movie? I don't know if you've noticed, whatever an act, whatever like a, a, a character is reacting to something, you like zoom up right to the eyebrow. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm just, I'm illustrating on the Zoom, but that's only for the exclusive Patreon listeners. Yeah. There's a lot of Zooms, a lot of physical effects. There's a lot of, I think that's why there's so much water involved as well. That's why everyone's always jumping into the ocean. Yeah. Because, yeah, you couldn't do it. Because she can yell, cut. They don't have to run around the screen and do another scene. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. And that's, that's all to do with like the hotel, this this minor, minor side plot in this movie along with all the other side plots was that the hotel was struggling and Sky and Sophie were going to set it up to do great and there was like a legend about Aphrodite's fountain and now they found it and now it's going to be a great tourist attraction and we can all um, live a wonderful life and Pierce Brosnan has a lot of money so everything should be okay mm-hmm. and he's an architect so he can probably make that fountain into a water park or something did you know he's an architect? only by the fact that it was briefly mentioned at the beginning he drew that he place on a napkin Gary he's an architect yeah. They really play into the architecture in the second movie more. They really take oh, more big time. Oh, big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's got his architect board. <laughs> sketching. He's always sketching in the second movie. Um, what other... Oh, yeah, then they re-sing. Then it's over. Sophie and Skye go off on their travelling adventure. And then we get the best credit uh, scene. Speaking of... Yeah. Um, speaking of water-related things. Waterloo is oh, of played. course. <laughs> yes. Which is the best part of the movie, which is like the yeah, most yeah, musical that's feeling of it all, where it's like, and all the characters come back out in costume changes. Yeah, they put on the ABBA outfits, they dance around, they have a great time, they sing. The the Meryl Streep, um, Julie Walters and Christine Bransky sings a Super Trooper again, and then oh, yes, yeah, yeah. we break out into a full party mode. Everyone is in that intense ABBA gear, and they're all singing Waterloo, and it's great. Mm. Such Colin a party by, like I, I just watch Colin Firth and that. Uh, I'd seen it, something about a TikTok of him, and it was just like uh, it was just close-up shots of him during that, and it was just it was just like the caption: "We must protect uh, Colin Firth at all times." I, am, I believe um, that. I, Have you I, seen watch... even? You know when he's da- when the when the fountain goes off, and Colin Firth is like like running through the water and in the white shirt, and there's a bit earlier where um, in "Take a Chance on Me," where he says, "There's so much that I want to do when I dream I'm alone with you. It's magic. I'm not about to sing." Um, he does these fabulous like sweeping arm movement dance gestures it's great everything that man does in this movie is perfect yeah, he, yeah. I, I, I like Meryl Streep is obviously the best in it mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say Colin Firth is a close second it's just such a good am I gonna say I, that ensemble yeah, cast that. Yes. it's one of the it's, it's an excellent ensemble cast I was listening to a movie podcast of yours recently where you talked about oh. good ensemble casts can't remember what one it is though Sorry to... Wow, what a useless fact for me to bring up. <laughs> Listen to all the other episodes of Reeling the Beers. Yeah. And one of them... In one of them, they reference another ensemble cast. Go back, everyone. Listen to them. Write in and let me know what one it is. Please. For the love of God. Help me. And that's the movie. Enjoy from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, it was It was just... I had such a good time watching it. Uh, it was really actually quite enjoyable to watch. It's something... 
Like, it's something I'd recommend you watch, like, if there was, like, another, if there was a screening, if there was a Mamma Mia screening of, like, a lot of fans going yeah. to watch it, or if you're having a lot of friends over to watch it. Like, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's something yeah, you enjoy. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a, a good, like, have a friend, friends, movie drinking game. It's a good party. In our, yeah, in our group of friends, we love a movie drinking game. I feel like this would have been, this would be great for one. What would you have drank for every time? Okay, so you have to drink Bad every time singing. Pierce Brosnan sings. Every time Pierce yeah. Brosnan sings. Zoom shots. Um, any zoom shot, yeah. Any um, any reference to so architecture. <laughs> I was gonna say any reference to Sophie being young, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just t- a tattoo shots of uh, Bill Anderson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any uh, reference to any reference to any of the husbands? Yeah. Oh, obviously. Anytime anyone talks about the wedding. Yes, I think just any any sort of level of just over like horniness overload. I think because mm, mm-hmm. it's just a full of it's just, it's an island full of horny people. So I yeah, think like whatever that's, that's just very prevalent. I think you have to drink for that. Obviously, anytime, um, anytime someone in the background does something where you're like, "That's brilliant!" So like the Greek women abandoning their husbands for the song, Julie Walters yeah. slamming her vagina into the end of the staircase, Colin Firth is on screen, and then just and then just waterfall whenever Pierce Brosnan's on screen. I think I think that's the yeah. only <laughs> waterfall it out. <laughs> Finish exactly. your drink. When? Finish your, yeah, finish your drink. I think just waterfall through the entirety of SOS. Yeah, yeah. Get a, get a fresh drink for the start of SOS. Yeah, and then just like you have to waterfall when he goes, When you're gone! <laughs> I even try to go on. When you're gone, though I try, I carry on. At what point will Gary be sued for overuse of Pierce Brosnan's song? We'll wait, we'll only wait to find out. Um, yeah, there's that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this all be good. Mamma Mia drinking game. Okay, the, 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 there's this. Okay, we kind of mitched all of them. I went on to uh, 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 film drunkies, and uh, you see, so for every time you have to drink, so drink whenever uh, someone mentions marriage or says marry or wedding. We covered that. Drink whenever someone says Sophie. I think that's that's pretty good rule. Uh, and then it says chug a hole. <laughs> It's literally right, Mamma Mia drinking game. It's the first one. Film drunkies. I shit you not. Rule number three: chug a whole beer during the SOS. <laughs> yes, yes. Did you um, did you write this? Did you? I really um, wish I did because I'm it's just fantastic. thinking. You know, uh, you know when? Oh, I think it's at the bachelor party. They say the word Sophie so many times. Like different people say Sophie, and and there's a bit at the end where everyone's like yelling Sophie. I mean that that rule would really be a killer at that that's, point. That's, that's all to do with the bachelor party thing. You're obviously gonna get drunk at that bit. Um, so true. If we the, were doing last... this, we would be better at it. To be honest. Gary. Yeah, and then the last one is drink every time you don't understand why Pierce Brosnan is here. For me. That would be never. never, because why would he not be in this? What a silly um, rule. He's there exactly. because he's a crush on Meryl Streep. We know there's this. No, there's Get it no together. Other... Yeah, damn you, film drunkies. Um, we do not recommend you, this website. But a per- exactly, but a person, the person that does uh, deserve to be uh, on this podcast is Lily Nolan. Lily Nolan, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for having me. This was During great. During O'Brien's birthday, Bros Bonanza. This movie makes me want to go to Greece so much. Like, what a wonderful tourism advertisement for Greece as well. Not that Greece needed the help. We're doing the sequel to this movie in Greece, in Greece. for the podcast. Oh, it's the absolutely. only way to do it. I'm going to fund it through that. It's the only way that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to get a villa. We're going to get a lot of mythos beer. We're going yeah. to get um, drunk. We're going to get, get sunburnt. <laughs> We're going to get Pierce Brosnan. Oh my God, one year reeling in the Pierce anniversary. 
Yeah, we get Pierce Brosnan on the uh, on the podcast to to discuss his role and his. Uh, you know, acting choices behind his performance in Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And just and then, you know what simply, he... what's Cher like? <laughs> That's, oh yeah, wow, we didn't even get to really touch on the sequel. The sequel that contradicts everything in this movie um, is also pretty good. Uh, Lily James isn't a bad singer. It's all content for Grease, Lily. Sorry, sorry, you're right. I shouldn't be abusing the content for Grease. But I should add that in Grease, we need, when we get Pierce Brosnan for the sequel podcast, we do need him to perform... Um, a rendition of his iconic hit song SOS uh, or Row 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 Your Boat from Dante's Peak one or the other <laughs> yeah that's a that's a scary scene in Dante's <laughs> Peak but Lily again thank you thank you for coming on for for talking I know I know you had the labyrinth next we'll get you on for the labyrinth next but thank you I'm for making so a quick pit stop to talk labyrinth. about Mamma Mia look um, these the things I do for you on your birthday month talk about Mamma Mia that's about Look, it you're I'll gonna get it. nothing else it. from me for another year that's fine I, 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 I'll take it uh, but I also want to thank uh, as well as thanking you I want to thank to anyone who's listened to this or any of the other ones if you want to know when new ones are coming out you can follow at Reading in the Peers on Instagram you can follow on Spotify you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and again thank you very much for listening we hope you enjoyed goodbye goodbye